Welcome to Soul Sessions with Creative Mind with Deborah Burnt Maldonado and Dr. Rob Maldonado of Creative Mind. Join us each week for an inspiring conversation about personal development based on Jungian philosophy, Eastern spirituality, and social neuroscience. Spend each week with us to explore deep topics in a practical way. Let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Sessions with Creative Mind. I'm Deborah Burt Maldonado. I'm here with the amazing and talented Dr. Rob. And uh, <laughs> thank you. We are continuing our series on entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. So we've been talking about uh, entrepreneurial mindset. And I, I, I hope uh, you're getting the idea that it's not just for entrepreneurs, it's for everyone because. The way the economy w- uh, works now, it, and it's so uh, kind of different than uh, kind of the, the the way we were taught about work, that you're going to work for a company and and uh, have one career in your life. Uh, that's out the window pretty much. Uh, now we all have to be flexible, uh, do multiple things. Uh, skills and tasks and, and have different careers in, in, in a lifetime. And we all have to have this entrepreneurial mindset. And so before we dive into today's topic, which is the seven key personality traits to have for an entrepreneurial mindset, I want to remind you, if you are listening to us on YouTube, watching us, click the button in the corner here and subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode as well. If you are listening to us on our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, please subscribe to our podcast so you can make sure you miss, uh, don't miss another episode. <laughs> so let's dive in the seven key personality traits yes. to have for to cultivate that entrepreneurial mindset. Yes, and keep in mind, these can be cultivated. In mm-hmm. other words, if you if you hear one and you say that's not me mm-hmm. uh no big deal uh, if you're willing to cultivate this skill this trait you can uh, achieve success and so these traits are for people that aren't living in that limited predictable life that the ordinary world gives us kind of taking the opportunities that they can see and uh, basically doing maybe what the society tells them they should do. The entrepreneurial mindset is someone who says, I want to do do things differently. I want to do things my way. I want to be uh, innovative in my life and, and have an extraordinary life. So the first one is future orientation. I think that's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, if you are stuck in the past, if you are still kind of dealing with past experiences and haven't come to terms with them uh, not that we deny them we know the past is important and it's primarily important because it gives us lessons important lessons about meaning about who we are about what's possible for us uh, but we have to work at it we have to come to terms with our past mm. if there's still feelings of shame, feelings of guilt, uh, the idea that you're traumatized by past experiences, all those things will hold you back because they are essentially grounding you in the past 
instead of letting you look at what's possible for you in the future. So when we think about coaching, we always say coaching is about moving toward opportunity. And so that's the mindset you want to have. You want to have this forward focused. You're moving towards something versus I need to clean up all the time. Now, of course, we do need, like you said, we do need to pay attention to it. We do need to do our work uh, if we have to. But if you stay there too long, I've seen people spend years and years and years working on the same issue. And it's like you have to start moving forward if you want to create something new. Uh, so that future orientation and even being able to have a vision for something even a year from yeah. now, ten, big vision, five years, 10 years, see, just test it out. How far do you see into the future? Are you living paycheck to paycheck in that kind of just survival mind or are you really thinking of something more and 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 planning your life where you're growing to be something place different than you are this year uh the second one is flexibility and adaptability which mm -hmm. are kind of the same uh, or the, the the two terms are very similar right but let's say let's focus on flexibility in uh, one of the biggest lessons I learned in uh, working in the mental health field was that if I wanted my own personal definition of what is sanity, what does it mean to be sane, I would say that it's flexibility. Hmm. The ability to take things as they come, uh, to bend to the situation instead of being rigidly fixed on responding in a certain way that is intelligence that is sanity that is uh, an openness that allows you to deal with life and all the curveballs that it throws at us because if you're rigid if you're inflexible you break Mm. the fixed or and you just stay boxed into that limitation that this is the yeah. way it is and i refuse to think otherwise and um and uh, if you're flexible you're more curious and you're thinking that there's more one, than one way to respond to a situation that's growth and uh that, that adaptability is that when you the, your condition based on the experiences you've had in the past as an entrepreneur when you step into something new you don't know necessarily how to respond to certain things. So you don't want to keep bringing back old responses from an old situation into the a future situation. You want to be able to adapt and say, wow, this is new. How can I think of this in a fresh way? That's adaptability. Um, and like uh, if you are an entrepreneur, the way you think about your business, the way you think about it, it it's growth with the risks you take. And we're going to talk about risk taking, too. But that kind of ability to be flexible The you know, COVID happened. How many entrepreneurs were oh, the way I did business is, is not like the restaurants. They shut down. And what are we going to do? Well, you know what? They became flexible. They said, you know what? People can we can still cook for people. They just can't dine in our restaurant. Let's deliver the food. And that whole industry just changed overnight and it's changed forever. Now all these restaurants signed up for Grubhub and all these you know, del food delivery services and now that's becoming a part of our culture. That's flexibility, adaptability. Instead of saying, oh, that's, that's, um, that ended and I guess I'm just gonna close down and give up. And that resilience is part of uh, being an entrepreneur, an entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah, and one of the opposing poles of flexibility, of course, is control. Ooh, yes. 
We know a lot of us have control issues, and one of the reasons people find entrepreneurship so difficult is because they want control. And entrepreneurship is a lot about letting go of the control, trusting, mm. and, uh, and, and developing that flexibility. But again, it's something you can develop. So control would be more of that expecting a predictable outcome? Uh, and 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 with an entrepreneurial mindset, you have to be flexible to what shows up and how to adapt to that. So the next one is uh, creativity, which you know dovetails into this, which is when you're flexible and adaptable, you need to be creative. Uh, you 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 you. The, uh, Einstein said we can't solve the problems with the same reasoning we uh, cause the problem. So you have to think differently. You have to think outside the box. Uh, uh, be willing to think, um, you know, in a, in a different way. And Steve Jobs is a great example of an entrepreneurial mindset where he his whole uh, branding for Apple was think different. Yeah, I mean, creativity is its, its own uh, topic, uh, mm-hmm. but it's certainly one of the important traits for an entrepreneur. Um, creativity really means... Finding you, your own solution based on your own perspective. So you can certainly borrow or you can certainly steal, like some artists would say, never borrow but steal. You can certainly learn from others and what others have done. But at the end of the day, you have to synthesize what you've learned into a unique solution. And we know successful people are always looking for uh, solutions to other people's problems. Mm -hmm. They're not necessarily out for themselves. A lot of people think, oh, isn't it greedy to be an entrepreneur and you're kind of creating wealth for yourself? No, that's not the aim. Real success comes from helping others solve their human problems. You know, it's a great example. My uh, my and my I, my person I admire, my influencer Sarah Blakely, who is the founder of Spanx, uh, she basically was really hated the fact that she had uh, the the line in the pantyhose. Men, can, <laughs> you don't know what that is, but for most women, we know like back in the day, we had that line, that tab in the in the pantyhose that you can't really wear them with um, with with uh, clothes, although now people don't wear pantyhose anymore. But we love the slimming aspect of the pantyhose and the control top and all that. And so she cut out her her uh, the bottoms, the feet out of her pantyhose and just thought, ooh, I, I like the the way this looks, but I don't need to have feet. And she started thinking of a new way, like how can I solve this problem for women? And yeah. most men ran uh, lingerie or, or girdle companies and so they weren't designed by a woman and so she is solved a problem and basically empowered many women excluding myself to go for your dreams and so that it's that creativity it's that saying this doesn't have to be that way so you have a problem that you see in the world or that you experience yourself there has to be a more creative way to, to approach this Are you looking for a satisfying career as a life coach? If you are seeking a deeper path of training and growth, Creative Mind University offers an ICF accredited life coach training program that goes beyond surface positive thinking and into a powerful process of real transformation. You can start your new career as a certified life coach, 
trained in a unique methodology based on Jungian theory, Eastern spirituality, and social neuroscience. Get the tools to become your true self, change your life, and the lives of others. Visit creativemindlife.com, click on apply, and speak with one of our team members today to discuss your future and possibilities of becoming a certified life coach. That's creativemindlife.com. What about uh, risk-taking? That's another one. That's number four. Yes, uh, risk-taking, uh, there has to be a little bit of uh, daredevil in the <laughs> entrepreneur because it's the outcome is never certain. And it's interesting that people think in terms of, oh, does that mean if, if I stay in my corporate job, I'm, I'm safe and I'm secure? And we know that's not true. That's mm. uh, an illusion. It's kind of a, um, just a false assumption that people make. Uh, there's risk in not doing what you love as well as doing what you love. Mm. Uh, the, the stakes are a little bit different, of course, but you, as an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to take some risk. Now, it's not reckless. It's not, it's, in other words, it's not just gambling. Uh, it, it's a calculated risk. It's a it's a creative risk. It's not like quitting your job but not having a plan to replace that income. It's about having a plan and taking that risk and knowing that it may not turn out exactly as I like, but I'm willing to take the risk for it. And I'm willing to. I know all the consequences of this this decision versus just taking a risk that um, it feels. Um, um, you know, unplanned, or so. It, it, there's a little bit of planning that comes to it, like a, a calculated risk, in a way. Yes, and and there are really good psychological tools for working with the mind in that respect. Mm-hmm. Meaning, learning how to let go of the control, learning to trust your own imagination, your intuition, and using all your skills. Uh, to make that calculated risk and to take it. Uh, and it's very powerful because it's, it's really the best way to do your personal development is to test yourself mm. in this entrepreneurial mindset. And usually the fear, we, we fear like the worst case scenario, we take that risk and it's, it turns out always easier than we thought or the things arise. Uh, William H. Murray says that when we step out providence moves with us and then where there's this kind of uh force that's there to support us that we wouldn't see if we didn't take that risk so a lot of times people wait and wait and wait for the right time to take that step or make a big bold move but that bold move actually is what creates that opportunity so it's being willing to risk brings reward um, they even say in uh, investing, they say high risk, higher the risk, the higher the reward. And it's the same thing with our life. If we risk more, we're going to get more reward. And again, it's not careless. It's it's c- calculated risk that uh, we plan for and that we, we know what we're getting into. So we're not blindsided, but there's always these unseen um, things that arise. But that's where the adaptability and flexibility comes in and uh, creativity. So I guess that would lead into critical thinking, number five. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it goes along with creativity because you need uh, 
the the opposing element mm -hmm. and often uh, you know I've, I've heard this advice that for creative entrepreneurs the first hire should be someone who has very strong critical thinking skills <laughs> Uh, to check them, right? Mm -hmm. To kind of say, well, have you thought about this? Have you looked at this, et cetera, et cetera. That's an important piece. But of course, it has to be tempered. It has to be equally measured so that it doesn't stifle the creativity. Mm -hmm. The creativity needs that expansive mindset of possibility. Critical thinking skills needs or, or kind of brings to the table that ability to think through things and uh, run the the movie forward and backward and to look, look at, at the all numbers the yeah. <laughs> and 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 be educated uh, or, or someone who can structure things if you're not structured. So uh, the critical thinking is either you learn to develop it, you can learn to develop it. But I, I think if you have a, your own company, it's always great to have someone who can balance out the creativity a little bit with rational, uh, like linear thinking, so they can play it uh, along with each other. Um, the, the sixth one is initiative. Yeah, initiative meaning you're willing to start something. Uh, and like you were saying, often people wait for some perfect time. It's a myth. They, mm -hmm. There is no perfect time. It's never going to it's never going to be perfect because that's not life. That's not how it works. It's always, you have to create the time. You have to say, I'm starting today, I'm starting now. Or at least give yourself a deadline to when it starts. Uh, because if you don't start, you never get there. Um, I, I talk about the red carpet moment where we're waiting for that moment where the carpet's going to come out, the, the, the ropes are there, <laughs> right. and the, the security guard is saying, you can come in now, the, you, you, everything's laid out for you. And that's not how things come. That's how we know you create creativity and, and entrepreneurship. Uh, creating something new is messy. It's, it's wrestling with um, something new and different. It's challenging, and it should be, because... If we're in our regular mind, everything's predictable and it's comfortable and it's easy. It may be frustrating, but when you step out into that initiative and you, you move towards something like that, we were talking about the big bold move, um, you're going to learn so much more about really what you're made of, what, what, what you can do and what you can accomplish. And, um, and I, you know, you look back at your life and you think, well, I had a job for the past, you know, 10 years. And then for the past two years, I was an entrepreneur and I learned more about myself in those two years than I did in the past 10 years, being in that predictable, safe place. And so we always think that this initiative also is about growth. It's about us being uh, brave enough to believe in something so that, that, we, um, that we want to put into the world and being willing to risk that and take that chance instead of waiting for permission someone to say your parents to say it's okay here's some money start your business or um someone else your friend giving you permission or your partner giving you permission it's like you have to it has to come from in you you have to take that step and it's the scariest step um i resisted it for so long i ended up getting um laid off and i was like, okay well <laughs> 
think it's time. I've been talking about this for years, and uh, and sometimes things start to shift and make way for you. And I could have easily just got another job, but I took the initiative and said, this is an opportunity. I don't know how this is going to work, but I, I've been talking about this for years. I got to make I got to make it happen. So if you don't take that initiative, you'll get a little nudge, <laughs> the, a nudge in your life that starts to move you into that direction, don't you think? Absolutely. And a lot of people yeah, have told us, uh, I didn't have a choice, uh, kind of life chose for me. Mm-hmm. But it's really that it's somewhere in our mind we set the intention and that we wanted to do something, mm-hmm. and then life brings it about. But it, it's it's part of the plan somehow. I think everyone, all of us have two minds, the one that wants to look for comfort and safety, that ego mind. But we all, every single person has within them a dream, like a seed of a poss- something they'd love to create. Uh, and they probably might not um, be super conscious of it or believe it. It's like kind of laying dormant in their mind, but it's in there that we're all born with some, that we we're all born to do something incredible in this life, to have this incredible life. And uh, and so are we listening to that part of ourselves? And that's what initiative is, is saying yes. Yes, I, I, I'm saying yes to myself. I'm saying yes to this dream. Which brings us to the seventh and final one, um, <laughs> passion. Mm-hmm. And passion is not possible without that sense of purpose. Like you were saying that you know you are meant to do something great something incredible something interesting whatever that vision is you have to embody it you have to hold it as the most important thing in your life besides your family of course besides loved ones but that it is something that you must try you must try to do and sometimes we discover our passion through a tragedy Sometimes people have like a tragedy happen, maybe an illness or something happened to a family member or a situation they're in. And then they were like, I need to make a difference in this area. So we can always use whatever happens to us as a way to channel passion. Or we feel that we always have this desire to do something. Like for me, I was like to write. Some people like to sing. Some people like to draw. Some people like to uh, help others and and want to make, you know, educate people and and think education is a big part uh some people love creativity and just helping people laugh uh the comedians right they they, they're bringing levity to the world and so we all have that something we're really passionate about and when we're living in that we're that's where we're truly happy i mean we're happy with our family and they do love us and it's a nice life and we can be passionate about being a parent or um being around the people we love but there's something different about passion for like our purpose what do you think it is rob it's it's something that's yours that no one else can have yeah i think uh, a lot of things align in in passion uh it's it's something that you have an ability for an affinity for um at the same time it's something that's needed in the world that there's a need for it and the stars align somehow, and you find that I'm meant to be doing this, mm. and there's a great need for it. There's a demand for it. Therefore, you start to gain success because it's acknowledged by the world that, yes, this is important. Bring it. 
uh, do more of this. So it's not that you have to cultivate that passion, it's you just have to find it within you. It's already there, that burning passion that almost like if you live the rest of your life and didn't do this, it, you would feel disappointed. So it's that you have to do it, something you have to do, you have to share with the world. And then the entrepreneurial mindset is really how you how you cre- bring that passion into reality. That means that's where you step out and have initiative. That's where you use critical thinking to plan your your passion. Uh, be flexible as you you move toward that passion. Take risks and be creative. And then think of what it's going to be like your future self expressing your passion to the fullest, having that vision. So it's like wrapping all those things together. The passion is already within us to cultivate um, and to to basically um, give it life. You know, it's like raising a child. It's like another child of yours. It's this passion as you're giving birth to. And the mindset is the way to allow that passion to be expressed in the world where you can be abundant, where you can feel good about what you're doing, where you can be effective and feel fulfilled. Well said. Yeah. Um I think one last thing about passion is it allows you to focus. Oh, yeah. And we know that one-pointed mind is very powerful. People that have that ability to focus on what they want to bring into the world, they make it happen. It becomes a reality. Mm. So the, the, the passion in itself, the more intense you can access it, it will override any fear you have. Fear is only there when there's lack of passion. So when you're you're afraid of something, uh, the passion isn't strong enough uh, to get you over that that tr- threshold. But when you're passionate about something, nothing can stop you. And so it, it really is one of the most important traits is to cultivate passion and understand your why and focus on that, and then use all those other traits as you bring it into the world so that you can really be successful and give that passion the life it deserves. So, uh, any last words, Rob? (laughs) (laughs) I would just say, join us next time. We're going to continue the the series on the entrepreneurial mindset. And uh, what are we we talking about next time? We are talking about um, how it's going to help you uh, move, you know, really talking about the mindset and discipline a little more and, uh, and how to really inspire others by uh, what you're creating in your life. And like, again, whether you're an entrepreneur or you want to just have an entrepreneurial mindset in your life, how can you use it to help others and inspire others? That's right. So we'll see you next time. Yes. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us. And don't forget to subscribe to Creative Minds Soul Sessions and join us next week as we explore another deep topic where you can consciously create your life with Creative Mind Soul Sessions. See you next time.